Welcome back to another episode of Unwritten Rules, an Iowa Cubs podcast. I'm Randy Wayhofer, Vice President and Assistant General Manager, and my special guest today is D. Strange Gordon, Iowa Cub infielder for now. Uh, I, I know the plan always is uh, for a guy in your position to find your way back to that major league opportunity, but we enjoy the opportunity to have you as an Iowa Cub uh, uh, while we do. Uh, and uh, I, What's it been like so far as a member of the Cubs uh, organization for you, D? It's been great. Uh, it's a great organization. Uh, it's definitely first class and, uh, you know, got a great group of guys and, uh, you know, Des Moines is pretty awesome as well. Well, uh, we hope that uh, uh, things continue in a positive direction uh, for you. And uh, we have you on uh, because this is our, our Father's Day episode uh, that will launch uh, here. And uh, not only is your dad a former Major League Baseball player, but you're a dad yourself. And we wanted to talk a little bit about the dynamics of uh, how all that fits together. And, uh, you know, one of the things about our podcast is we want to give people kind of a behind the scenes look at how this AAA baseball stuff works. Uh, it's not about batting averages and home runs and prospect lists and all that kind of stuff. We talk a little bit about that stuff, but we really want to give people a little bit of insight as to uh, the real people uh, that, that are part of, of all of this. So um, yes, tell me about your daughter, Demi. Is that her name? Yes, Demi. Yes, Demi. And, she's and, uh, and she's new she, in your life, right? Yeah, brand new in my life. Uh, she's a year and a year and five months. When you're still counting months, you know they're young. Yeah. Mine are in high school. We stopped counting months a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You start counting the grade. You start even stop the ages. But yeah, she's a year and uh, five months, and she's she's so happy, man. She's always excited, always yelling, like, so uh, she keeps you going. So living the baseball life and moving from city to city, team to team, and just the time that it takes to focus on your craft, to be ready for the game on top of all of that, how does the introduction of being a dad just instantly change your perspective and your routine on, on everything about being a baseball player? It's so crazy, right? Before I had before I had her, I was always like a like, oh, I gotta do this. Oh, I gotta do that. I gotta do this. And now I just like, God, just get ready for the game. Get ready, get loose. Call her, call your wife and your daughter, check on them, and then you could go out there for the game. Back in the day to be like, I can't talk to nobody. I can't even look at my phone. I had to get ready for the game. And now I was just like, oh, I wonder what they doing. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I, I I know the feeling. I I remember, uh, and these days will come uh, for you. I remember being on the road in Oklahoma City, on Facetime, watching my daughter pitch in a softball game, uh, wishing I could be there, and not even thinking about the game uh, coming up that night. Right. It certainly changes right. uh, your, your whole perspective on a lot. How does that change your perspective on your performance? Uh, you know, the the zero for fours and the four for fours that happen. Uh, all the time is it has has it mellowed you a little bit even on the field too yeah yeah it's crazy man it's just like you could go over for and you like oh it's good because somebody at the house loved me I know it for sure <laughs> <laughs> like 100 percent like you know how pretty sure you said you got a daughter you know how girls are with their dad so it's 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 pretty cool because you just be like oh well I don't know I didn't play well today but that little girl at the crib loves me so it's all good 
That's great. We're visiting with uh, D. Strange Gordon today on our Unwritten Rules Iowa Cubs uh, podcast. I'm Randy Wayhofer. We thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like and share and subscribe uh, to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and uh, look for a new episode every Tuesday. This is our our Father's Day edition, and uh, we're talking with Dee about being a dad and uh, uh, some of the challenges that that brings and, and opportunities that brings uh, in being a baseball player. And this has been a strange year for you, no pun intended, yeah. <laughs> on your last name with uh, <laughs> uh, moving around organizations. And uh, now for the first time, you know, when you get that call and you've been told you're going somewhere else before, you've been traded and signed as a free agent, but now this is happening when uh, it's more than just you involved. Uh, take us through the process of uh, making that change and, and, and not just what it was meant for your baseball career, but all the logistics that go into taking care of your family. Uh, how did that work? That's the biggest part, making sure, uh, you know, I could get back to the major leagues and take care of my family, you know, uh, make sure, you know, they can, they can continue to see what the major leagues is like and things like that. So that's pretty much what goes into every decision I make uh, with my baseball future. It's not just myself no more. Like, oh, let me just go out here and just do this. No, I, it truly has to make sense for myself and my family. And uh, if it doesn't, you know, I'm at a point in my career where I could just, you know, be able to just leave, uh, you know, with no hard feelings. Uh, so uh, that's that's the biggest part. That's probably the single biggest focus. Like now I find myself asking my wife, like, hey, what we want to do right here instead of me just picking up and doing whatever I want to do. Uh, but like you said, I've been in a couple organizations this year. So it's definitely weird because I haven't, I'm so used to seeing them every day. Uh, they're usually with me during the season. And uh, like here with the Cubs, I haven't seen them since I signed. So like that's, it's, it's crazy. Even when I was with Nashville, I didn't see them uh, shoot the whole alternate site and then like the whole first two, three weeks of the season. So it's just like, is that's the different part, not seeing them every day. How much of that is COVID related and how much of that is just she's so young and you need the stability and the routine and the sleep and all the things that, you know, the baseball life is so unpredictable. Well, for especially for me, I don't know what is going to happen with myself. You know what I'm saying? I've been living and staying in a hotel and things like that. So I wouldn't want them to stay in a hotel with me for three, four weeks at a time. It's sure. kind of not fair, especially when we have a home at, in Orlando. So they're, they're back in Florida? Yeah. Well, actually, they come, They should be coming out here, I believe, for Father's Day. Good. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and we're, we're talking with D. Strange Gordon. And uh, what do you remember being the son of a Major League Baseball player that sticks in the back of your head of how you want to be on the other end of that equation now for your daughter? What, what are the the good memories, what are the, the challenges, what are the things that stick with you from your experience? Uh, the good part is, you're like, you know, you're the child of a major leaguer. You know, that's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, the bad thing is, is, like, school. Like, once you're five years old, like, like dad, you got to realize, like, we're used to seeing our family every day. So if my kid was with me every day until she was five, in the majors, I'm like, yo, I'm used to that. But then when she turns five, she got to go to school every day. So now they got to go home and stay home. So that could be a, like a whole different challenge because you may not see them from March to 
to June, late May, June, like on a consistent basis. And then they're only there for a month and then they got to leave again and you're there for the rest of the season. So I remember my dad going through that. We're visiting with uh, D. Strange Gordon on our, our Father's Day issue. Uh, your dad played in Des Moines on rehab when he was uh, with the Cubs. I think it was only a couple of games every time. Had you uh, ever been to Des Moines before you signed with the Cubs and got sent here? Yeah, it was a real long shot. I, I know. I played. I didn't ever came with him, uh, but I played here when I played against Albuquerque. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't very long ago. I mean, no, it, no, wasn't, no. I it, think, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I guess. The years start blending together think, here pretty good. I'm not sure if it was in 12 or 13. It was one of those two years. Okay. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you think having your daughter now has changed. You've alluded to it a little bit, but, you know, you've had a good career. You don't have a lot to prove. You're a batting champion, a stolen base champion, a couple of time all-star. You've accomplished a lot. But how does becoming a dad change the carrot on the end of the stick for you as to what you want to continue to accomplish in your career? Uh, it's just like, like, like I'm just playing baseball now. Like uh, I wanted to make sure before I got my wife and my, my children that I wanted to take care of them financially. And I've, I've been able to do that. So now it's just playing for love. And that's pretty much it. Uh, like you said, I don't have much to prove. Uh, I'm just trying to get back to the major league. So I'm just going to play hard and uh, put on the, try to put on the best showing I can every day. And that's pretty much it. You know, back in the day, I might have been a little, like, aggressive about it. But it just, it's just a game. You got to play hard and play it, play it well. You know, when I uh, – I told you before we got started I did radio broadcasting for a long time and, and that was my goal uh, and then as the girls were going into high school I had the opportunity to make this transition and I did and I thought really hard about what message was I sending to my daughters if I gave up on what I had been working for uh, for the last 20 years and it was it was an important consideration and I wanted to have a good reason why I was going to make this change uh, so I could talk to them about it uh, that way. And it sounds like maybe you've had a little bit of that thought process too, that, you know, when she's old enough to understand, you can say, you know what, we, I, I had the ability to make this choice because uh, I worked hard uh, for that, that long time. Did you consider kind of that role model point of view and, and, and how you make these decisions going forward too? Yeah, that's just, you know, I try to make sure, you know, uh, you know, I cross my T's and dot my I's. Uh, so, you know, if I if I can give my daughter or my wife some, uh, you know, some help, I can actually be living that way as well. So, you know, that's that's pretty much it. You know, I want to practice what I preach. Sure. When she's old enough, what's the first video you're going to show her of what you've done? on a major league baseball field what what what's what's that memory where you you, you want to say uh, this is this is what your dad did before you were born anything stick out i don't even care about none of it <laughs> you know i just want her to be happy that's it uh she don't have to even know i play baseball to be totally honest with you as long as she's taken care of she's healthy and she's she's happy 
Well, then I'll ask it this way. When she brings her first boyfriend over to the house, what video are you going to show him to remind him? <laughs> Make sure he knows uh, video, what he's getting into. A video of me practicing karate. <laughs> <laughs> what was... Uh, what was your first All-Star experience like? Knowing what you knew about the game of baseball, was it... Do you feel like you had a different sense of that um, yeah. experience than maybe some of the other guys who had done it for the first time? Yeah. Uh, you said we're giving, like, insight, right? Sure. Like, all right, the all, I had already knew the All-Star game. You weren't going to get no sleep, and it's expensive. <laughs> so I was like, oh, God, because you got to think about it. Everything has to be paid for. Nothing is comp. You got to pay for your whole family rooms. You got to pay for all the tickets. All the tickets is at least like 200 bucks a piece. That's, and no, like say if you got 10 family members there, that's 200 bucks times 10. That's just for the home run derby. The all-star game tickets are like 250. You got to get up and you got to do all these press conferences, all these autograph signings. And you remember you're in the middle of the season. You just flew in after a Sunday game. Monday, you got to do all that. All uh, There's the home run derby. Got to wake up, do all that, sign in all these events. Then I'll go to BP, go to the field, practice, BP, and then sit there for the home run derby. And then you play the game the next day, and then you get to go home for a one-day break. It's that sounds so like a tired. reward. That sounds like a great reward for a good season. <laughs> That's why a lot of guys come back tired. Uh, I, I I never played in an all-star game, but I had to attend a couple for all the meetings, and yeah, it was tired. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, you're you, tired. You know, <laughs> it, it, I, the off day is the most precious thing in a baseball schedule. Right. Um, uh, and speaking of that, what do you think? You know, at least as it relates to. Uh, maybe some time with your family or at least to be able to, to talk to them a little bit. What do you think of this schedule this year with the I, I like week and stuff? I like it. I like it. Uh, I think that's kind of what kind of might should happen here going forward. You know, uh, making sure everybody have a day off just to recruit, uh, you know, just keeping everybody healthy. Well, I, from a from a player's perspective, I can understand the the benefit of it. Uh, you know, especially coming off a day game on a Sunday, and you get Monday, and it, you know, right. then you don't have to play till Tuesday night. Uh, right. You know, especially for a guy who made his living with his legs for as many years as as you did <laughs> right. stealing bases and and, right. and fast. But you know, how much of a difference do do you feel when you've got time off? Uh, we we hear a lot about how base stealing kind of wanes as a career goes on because of the toll it takes on your body and sliding and right. diving back on pickoff attempts and, and all the things that you do. Can, can you feel the difference um, when you get that day off or a couple of days off and, and how you feel physically? Man, I'm permanently sore. <laughs> <laughs> permanent. Permanent. I went so hard when I was young that it's permanently sore. So it's, it's just part of it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Did, have you ever tried those uh, uh, 
what are those things that guys put on Norma their legs? Tech. The, the Norma yeah, Tech. Yeah, do those, yeah. How do those yeah. work? I mean, tell, it makes tell you people listening it, how it, those work. It it works really good. It does it does take out some inflammation, but I mean, you're still sore. You're still sore because you wouldn't have put them on if you didn't need them. You were sore <laughs> before you put them on. D. Strange Gordon is our uh, guest today for uh, Unwritten Rules, an Iowa Cubs podcast. I'm Randy Wayhofer. We're having a lot of fun talking about being a dad and uh, what that means uh, as a baseball player and, and as, as, uh, just as a human being and, and some of the behind-the-scenes look at, at, at what's going on. Um, you know, we, we've talked about it a, a little bit, and I think you had a, a wonderful point. Uh, you know, I, I sit at a lot of softball games, and I go to a lot of dance recitals for my daughters, and everybody uh, is real nervous about uh, what kind of offers we're going to get for college from any of these things or – uh, you know, uh, who's getting to play more and, and whose daughter's in the front at the dance class and who's in the back and, and what, what's unfair and what's not. And I thought you had a great uh, point about uh, you don't even care if your daughter knows that you were a baseball player. You just want her to, to, to be happy. Um, you know, what, uh, you've been around a lot of athletes and, and a lot of families and, and things. Uh, do you remember what it was like uh, being in, in, in youth sports and and, and all the things that go along with making parents crazy about how their kids are doing with stuff and how you, get, you got a good start in being able to avoid that for, for now. It gets a little tougher, I'm going to warn you, uh, to, <laughs> to not let that mindset creep in. What do, what do you remember about being, uh, you know, in that world and, and, and some of the things that have shaped your, your thoughts about that? Uh, it, I go back to me in high school. Uh, I was a really good basketball player. And because of my, who my dad was, it was like such a big deal that, oh, he think he's the best because he, and I'm like, yo, my dad don't even play basketball. <laughs> like, what he, like, you know, like, what are you talking about? It's just crazy to hear, like, hear parents talk. You know, uh, a lady who used to be my mom's best friend before my mom passed, like, best friend, she was, like, really, like, in her feelings that I was better than her son. I used to be like, whoa, like me and your son used to like be together as little babies and stuff. We got baby pictures together. You mad that I'm better than your son at basketball? Like he's the best player in football. Why he gotta be the best player in basketball too? <laughs> and so like, it's just crazy. Like even in high, like high school baseball, I didn't start playing until I was 16 because of the stuff like that. Uh, that I knew was going on in my area. So it's it's been like that forever. Uh, I'm literally the way I see it is if my daughter comes home and she's happy that she's in the back of the line, get, but she getting to do what she wants to do, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to be in the front to be the best. And I think I'm a living testament of that. You know, I play with some of these big, ginormous guys. And I'm able to compete and beat them a lot of the times, you know. So uh, you don't have to be the person in the front to be the best. It's all good. And I'm a teacher that uh, your light is going to shine on you no matter what. Well, I, sometimes sticking with it uh, and, and allowing yourself to get better. Um, my, my, my oldest daughter, who does dance, her very first uh, performance she wouldn't go out there. We showed up to, she was just real little and they were dancing at halftime of a youth football game for somebody's older brother. I mean, there was nobody even watching. 
but it was time to go out there and she grabbed my hand and would not let go. Uh, and now to see that she just goes out there and does it and isn't seeking solos and isn't doing those things, you know, the, the where it started and, and the where it went, there's, there's a lot of joy in, in that for sure. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I'm going to put this snippet on a loop over at the, uh, uh, the fields and, and things next time. And, uh, but I, I think that's an important thing that we learn in this baseball life is that if you're really good, people will find you. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be playing uh, for the star team and at the showcase. And if you're really right. good and, and it matters they to you to be really good, somebody will find you if you want that opportunity, won't they? Right. I came from Avon Park, Florida. It's like five, 6,000 people. So if I got found, anybody can get found. I got found at an NAIA school. So you can be found. I like to tell the story about Carl Edwards Jr. Do you know Carl at all? Yeah. He, uh, you know, he was 120 pounds playing American Legion ball with his uncles in some, in some field in a forest yeah. in North Carolina somewhere. And he was pitching in game seven of the World Series. So if, yeah. if you're good and you got talent, we're to get around. They'll They'll find find you. You. They will find you. That's yes, good sir. stuff. Well, D, I appreciate your time today, your insights on things. This is a lot of fun. And, and like we said, we, we talk a little baseball, but we like to let people know who the people are that they're watching at, at Principal Park. And uh, I wish you and your wife and your daughter and, and whatever the rest of your family comes along to be over time, uh, all the best. And uh, we look forward to uh, watching you here with the Iowa Cubs and, and hope that that next opportunity comes for you and all your teammates. That's what AAA's baseball is, uh, is all about, paving the way to uh, help the big club. And, and uh, fortunately, it's gone well uh, in that regard uh, this year. Uh, in Des Moines, watching guys go up and do well. We, we hope you'll be part of that list uh, list too. So uh, good luck uh, uh, the rest of this week uh, in this series, and uh, we'll be cheering for you. All right. Thank you, sir. That's D. Strange Gordon, and uh, I'm Randy Wayhofer. This has been Unwritten Rules, an Iowa Cubs podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and look for that new episode every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon.